This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, January 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USDA goes to work shutting down. Farmers aren't happy about the shutdown. And World Food Prize winner to headline USDA Outlook Forum. The Senate is planning yet another vote today on a short-term spending bill that would fund the government through February 8th. That to give lawmakers more time to reach a more permanent agreement. But it's unclear what the outcome will be. Senator Lindsey Graham said at a tweet last night after a vote was postponed, I'm hopeful my Democrat colleagues will find a way to reopen the government so we can find a solution on immigration, defense spending, and many other important issues. Meanwhile, USDA employees will be hard at work today shutting down the department, all except some of the most urgent services it provides. If you were hoping to visit your local farm service agency office or waiting on results from research being conducted by scientists at the Agriculture Research Service, you're going to be out of luck. Those two agencies are shutting down most functions. Meat packers, slaughterhouses, and egg product facilities that depend on federal inspectors to keep operations humming are in luck. Food safety inspection service officials that must be present at those operations are exempted from the shutdown. For a full accounting of which services will still be available in the days to come if Congress continues to be unable to pass a spending bill, you can pour through an agency-by-agency shutdown manual for USDA. One agency going through an extremely complex and expensive shutdown is the Foreign Agriculture Service, which has agents posted in embassies around the globe. The agency will have to decide which employees stationed in countries like Iraq, Vietnam, South Africa, and Brazil will be exempted and which will not. Those who are not exempted are expected to make their way home as the shutdown takes effect. The FAS shutdown plan reads, employees should plan to travel to return home immediately following a lapse in funding. Meanwhile, USDA Chief Sonny Perdue reached out to the public on Friday just hours before the U.S. officially went into shutdown mode at midnight, that to assure everyone that the department would keep the most critical functions up and running. In a statement, Perdue said, USDA is committed to safeguarding life and property through the critical services we provide, and should the government shut down, we will continue to do just that. He said, I'm proud of each USDA employee for everything they do to benefit the farmers, ranchers, foresters, and producers who depend on our services. Farmers aren't happy about the shutdown. There's a lot that the ag sector counts on USDA providing. Everything from up-to-date data collection to scientific research and farm groups are not taking Congress' inability to fund the government lightly. Funding the government is a basic charge of Congress, and failing to do so impacts farmers across the country, according to Gordon Stoner, president of the National Association of Wheat Growers. He said shutting down the government means vital agencies like the USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service and Farm Service Agency local offices are closed or functioning on a limited basis. Growers won't have access to data and reports needed for planting and harvesting, farm loans and credit, and other critical services needed to run their operations. Stoner stressed that there are provisions to bolster wheat research in the House and Senate Ag appropriation bills that are in legislative limbo. 
He said, we call upon Congress to reopen the government immediately and thereby maintain operations of essential farm programs. Failing to keep the government open due to funding is physically irresponsible and bad for farmers and all of agriculture. World Food Prize winner to headline USDA Outlook Forum. Akinwumi Adashina, president of the African Development Bank and winner of the 2017 World Food Prize, will be just one of the VIPs at this year's USDA Outlook Forum, the department's annual two-day convention that will set the tone for USDA's plans in 2018. Both USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue and Deputy Secretary Steve Sensky are scheduled to kick off the 94th annual conference with speeches. Purdue said on Friday, this gathering of leaders in agriculture is part of the USDA's commitment to maximize the ability of the men and women of America's agriculture and agribusiness sector to create jobs, to produce and sell the foods and fiber that feed and clothe the world, and give them every opportunity to prosper. Other notable speakers at the February 22nd and 23rd event in Arlington, Virginia, include Mahmoud Khan, Vice Chairman and Chief Scientific Officer for Pepsi, Jim Collins, Chief Operating Officer for Dow DuPont's Ag Division, Idaho State Department of Agriculture Director Celia Gould, Pilgrim's Pride CEO Bill Lovett, and Cargill Senior Vice President Joe Stone. USDA Chief Economist Robert Johansson will be running the two-day show. The title this year is The Roots of Prosperity, and you can expect to find him hanging around in the hallways of the Crystal Gateway Marriott Hotel in between presentations that will encompass just about all the facets of U.S. agricultural production. Lawmakers hear from USDA's military liaison. USDA programs for attracting former military service members into agriculture are expected to get a boost as retired Navy officer William B. Ashton takes over as the department's full-time military veterans agricultural liaison. Ashton was introduced Friday at a Capitol Hill briefing on the Farm Bill and Veterans Programs by Diane Cullo, director of USDA's Office of Partnerships and Public Engagement. Cullo was also an advisor to Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, who, she pointed out, is an Air Force veteran and a man completely committed to helping vets. Ashton joined the Navy as a seaman recruit in 1976 and rose to the rank of lieutenant commander during his 23-year career. His most recent civilian job was a security director at the National Sea Systems Command headquarters in Washington, D.C. At Friday's briefing, government officials and representatives from private organizations call for, among other things, stronger programs to help veterans transition into farming and other agriculture-related jobs and for easing restrictions that prevent some military personnel and their families from receiving federal nutrition benefits such as SNAP and WIC. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, January 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.